But let's get uh, into our first interview because we know that Luke Gosling, well, smashed his opponents in the seat of Solomon to take the seat for a third term. The Australian Electoral Commission on Sunday tallied, uh, well, that Mr Gosling had received 59.4% of the two-party preferred vote in a seat which was considered to be be a swinging seat. Now, it is the first time that Luke Gosling's going to be in government since becoming that member in 2016. And Luke joins me on the show right now. Good morning to you, Luke. Good morning, Katie. Congratulations. Thank how you. You, how are you feeling? Oh, a bit fatigued. <laughs> nah, it's all good. <laughs> um, um, yeah, really happy. I was just watching uh, some of the footage of uh, Elbow, Richard Miles, uh, Penny Wong, Jim Chalmers and Katie Geller being uh, sworn in by the Governor-General, which is awesome because they can get off to the Quad uh, meeting, which is a meeting of the leaders of the US, India, Japan and us, um, which is, yeah, really important meeting. So, um Happy days. Luke, what do you reckon that um, the Saturday night wins for win means for the people of the Northern Territory and indeed people of Solomon? Well, it's a great opportunity. Um, I have been working for two terms in opposition to try and keep the government of the day um, to account for their uh, promises. I haven't always been successful uh, in doing that, but I've um, really been... Um, just Im- embedded in the community in a way where I um, ha- have a good understanding about what we need to make the Territory an even better place to live in, Darwin and Palmerston, to be respected around the country as the capital of the North. Uh, we've been successful in getting uh, support from Federal Labor for some great commitments. Um, so now it's delivery time. The good thing for the people of Darwin and Palmerston and uh, Marion's looking good for Lingiari is that we'll be able to work with the new Chief Minister Minister Natasha Files and Federal Labor with uh, Territory Labor working together and delivering. Now, have you spoken to Albo since uh, Saturday night and how are things looking in terms of you potentially getting a portfolio? Uh, well, Albo's um, spoken positively about that uh, in the past. Uh, we haven't had a, a proper conversation since then. He's, he's had a bit, as he had a bit on, but we've traded some uh, text messages. Um, and, you know, these things are worked out um, through kind of a party process, uh, a bit of, um, and, but a bit of, uh, you know, argy bargy. Um, and so people will no doubt see on the front page of the NT News this morning. I'm just making it pretty clear that I've got a broad-based life experience in which I could contribute to a number of uh, ministries. So I've, um, yeah, very definitely put my hand up. What portfolio would you like to try and get, Luke? I am very passionate about the economic and social development of the Northern Territory. Uh, Darwin and Palmerston, obviously the seat that I'm so honoured to represent, uh, but but more broadly, you know, across the north, I think there's a lot we can do. So um, that ministry for Northern Australia, um, I think that will enable me to deliver for uh, Territorians. And I think it's you know about time that we had someone from the north in in that role. Uh, having said that, Murray Watt, who's the current uh, minister, has done a good job and has been up here quite often. Um, but obviously, with the defence ex- experience that I have, being a veteran. 
and uh, working in our Indo-Pacific region uh, before politics as I have and the languages I can speak. I've also said to Penny Wong I'd be happy to um, uh, work with her in the Indo-Pacific. Now, what posturing do you need to do to try and get one of those jobs? Because I think it would be incredible for the Northern Territory to have the Minister for Northern Australia here in the Northern Territory. We know that we've got so many opportunities. Um, we have, uh, you know, when you talk about our, um, our strategic location, there is so much going for us. What needs to happen here for you to pick up a role like that? Well, I think um, the, across industry, um, and I know that um, the Chief Minister's, um, you know, is supportive and, um, and, and, and her support uh, will also be important because obviously it's, um, you know, involves a lot of uh, contact with those, with, with the three jurisdictions, WA, uh, the NT and, and Northern Queensland. I guess, um, you know, part of... Uh, my pitch is that we're central, uh, but we also can get into the region. So when it comes to you know growing the live cattle trade, for example, um, you know being able to speak Indonesian is helpful. But we can get over to Bali, over to Jakarta, over to where we're working there, and build on that. But we can also, uh, you know, I've worked in Indigenous health at the same time, so I can work across into the Kimberley and into into the Cape uh, as well. So yeah, we're pretty well placed here to do the job. Um, part processes um, will now um, uh, work out uh, who's where um, but I don't think we should undersell ourselves. We are the capital of the north at the fulcrum of the Indo-Pacific at the time where there's more growth in our region of the world than there ever has been in human history. Like, we are perfectly situated. Um, and so with uh, my background and experience and and uh, passion for developing our country, securing our country, defending our country, um, I wait to see. We'll de- go down to uh, Canberra early next week. Uh, I wait to see. Um, how, how the wise ones work it out. Well, Luke, I reckon it'd be a good thing. It would be a wonderful thing for us in the Northern Territory to, you know, to have our member for Solomon actually as a minister inside uh, that cabinet room and able to fight for the Territory and fight for Northern Australia. Um, we know in some of these seats across the board, across Australia, there has been um, a swing in some of those areas, um, some Liberal strongholds particularly, but also against the major parties more generally. But people voting for climate change and that federal Integrity Commission in those teal seats. Now, what does that push towards climate change mean for the Northern Territory when we're largely seen as a gas powerhouse? Yeah... I think there's many ramifications from uh, from the weekend's result that people are still, um, you know, sort of trying to come to terms with. We still haven't got a majority officially from the AEC. Uh, we've got at least 72 seats. A full majority is 76. Um, we're confident we can get to 77. Um, but there's, for the first time, more independence than there's ever been. Um, but I yeah, don't... Sh- away from those conversations because it's clear to anyone that we've got you know more land and more sun than anywhere else in the country and we're going to have the world's largest solar farm here it's not as if we're going to be dropping uh the ball or not playing our part in renewables uh, when it comes to gas it's got to stack up economically it's got to stack up environmentally water's precious so um and do you reckon it can do you think that we can be this manufacturing hub and 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 you know, really be tapping into that gas in the way that the coalition thought that we could and would? 
Well, I'm really looking forward to the briefs from uh, the departments, both from the NT government side and uh, from the federal departments to to see where they're at with the planning, um, how the business plans you know will stack up um and we're obviously committed as the coalition did to the 1.5 billion the thing that i'm concerned about though i guess is that the multi-user aspect uh, doesn't seem sound to me when i say that i defense hasn't been consulted enough and they don't see where their role is and if this is a secondary port we, st- we still haven't been briefed on the security review of the Darwin mm-hmm. port, that's something that will happen in government but it's really unclear, uh, Barnaby Joyce didn't make it clear, I think he was on your program a couple of times, defence's view about you know such massive investment needs to be taken into account mm-hmm. and obviously Richard Miles as the defence minister and uh, deputy leader We'll have those briefings now and then we'll move forward. So, Luke, what do you say? I mean, is there potential here that the port lease could be handed back? Well, we just don't know what the security review is. Like, we just haven't been briefed. You've really got to wonder why Scott Morrison and his team, who obviously played a part in um, in the port disappearing from Australian hands in the first, in the first place, mm-hmm. would hide that security review, keep it from the people before a vote. It's uh, it's puzzling, but, you know, we are where we are. We need to be to be briefed by the security agencies, not just Defence, but the other security agencies, and then we'll be in a better position to take uh, appropriate action. Well, Luke Gosling, we are going to have to leave it there because the Chief Minister has just announced this Cabinet reshuffle, so we're going to go across to her. Mate, thanks so much for your time this morning. Uh, big congratulations to you, and uh, I think it would be a wonderful thing if we had the Minister for Northern Australia, based right here in the Northern Territory. Good on your main fingers crossed for uh, Marion and well done Malandiri as well. Thanks for your time this and morning, Jacinta, Luke. in a bipartisan way. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's a good thing to make sure, you know, Territorians get it right and no matter how they vote, you've always got to respect the way that the electorate votes and, uh, and yeah, I think it's going to be a good thing for us. Good on you, mate. Thank you.